What if you could sit down with someone from another culture? What if hearing the way they experience life, things that brought them joy, or the moments in their life that changed the way they saw humanity actually changed your view of the world? What if their story gave you more confidence in sharing your own or more grace in hearing another's? What if it allowed you to see your fellow human and understand that you are a fellow human? I believe humanity holds love and beauty, and I've found it so deeply in these humans and so many more. Individuals that have changed the way I see the world. And I'm so honored to share one of them with you right now. Welcome to today's episode of Your Fellow Human. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I wanna take a second and answer one of the most common questions I get asked. Can I come with you? And the simple answer is yes. I host a few trips a year, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. Whether you are a human looking to experience travel authentically, or a fellow creative looking to deepen your community and experience culture in an intimate and responsible way, this community is for you. If you are interested in joining me or want to see what trips are on the docket, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you know exactly what I mean when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, I am so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Garima. Garima and I are sitting here hanging out, actually in a parking lot. Um, Garima is my oldest daughter's best friend, uh, roommate. Am I allowed to say best friend? I don't know if that works. Yes, that of qualifies. course. Okay. We are best friends. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I have had the pleasure of getting to know her. Um, she's now part of our family. We've even got little stick figures of her in our family photos. <laughs> um, but she's just an awesome person. She has a ball of life, uh, full of energy, and compliments those that are around her and just uh, chooses to see people and, and chooses to be a pleasant devil's advocate in conversation. And uh, I just appreciate you so much and the pleasure it has been of getting to know a little bit of you. So thank you for very impromptu letting me share a little bit of you with everybody else. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm honored. <laughs> that was a hell of an intro. So <laughs> I try to knock you out of the park right away. Be like, okay, I'm not so. No, no, you're no, phenomenal. I love, it. I love it. I might need to have that like framed and put in my apartment. Oh, we could do that yeah. for sure. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Who is Karima? Well, she's what Liana said. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Um, so I have a list of questions I work through with every guest. Mm-hmm. They're all just designed to getting to know you, your view of the world, your experience in life. There are no wrong answers because it's you. So you answer Perfect. however you feel, and we'll jump right in. Gotcha. All right. Let's go for it. First one is, who do you define yourself as? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, I think I'm just, I'm somebody who chooses to love the people around me. Um, I love getting to know new people. I love loving the people I already have, and I kind of hold them close by my side. Um I think what comes to mind when you ask that question is like, I don't know why I was thinking of this the other day. Somebody was like, oh, like who, what would your spirit animal be? And I think mine always immediately is a wolf. I think they're smart. Um, They strategize, they know what they want. And at the same time, 
they are a part of their pack and they hold their pack close. They don't leave anyone behind. And I think that is who I try to define myself as. I like that. That's very accurate to you. <laughs> yeah. I hope sure. so. I hope I'm living out what but I like, want for myself and the people around me. Yeah. But like the cool wolf, not the kind that oh, like no. kills people. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I could even... Uh... She's like, well, if they threaten my pack, I could figure it out. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know, know if I'll be the one to <laughs> attack, but, you know, I might bark a little, yeah. scare them off a little. <laughs> That's cool. I love that, like, interpretation of, like, my spirit animal of, like, it's this. And yeah. it really does envelop, like how I've known you at least and, and I know how Bree's been blessed by you in her life too as a friend I've been so. blessed right back I'm, I'm so proud to have Bree as a friend I'm super biased but I love you both yeah <laughs> um, alright next one's easier what is your favorite food oh is it really that easy though um, okay Here, my favorite food is actually a Indian dish um, it's called bhav bhaji okay um, but it is my favorite dish only when my mom makes it. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds weird, and it's always good, but it just... My mom, she hasn't taught me her tricks yet, and it's kind of difficult, in my opinion, to make, but it just... When she makes it, it just hits. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that comes close. That's fair. Yeah, it's like when you've got a meal that you're like, this is how it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. And then a restaurant just screws it up. Exactly. You're like, gosh, this is just disappointment yeah. on a whole nother level. Yeah. And I'm, I'm at like people's houses and like we <laughs> like we like to entertain with food. Um, and like, you know, they'll ask like, oh, like, what do you want? For food? Whatever. Be like, bow, budgie. And if I'm at somebody else's house, I just have to pretend that I love it as much as my mom's. <laughs> but it does. Nothing comes close. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your mom is actually thrilled to know that. I, I, yeah. hope, she, I hope she is. I'm like, sure. <laughs> I've told her many times. I'm sure she's thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have to try that sometime then. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Definitely. I think Bruce had it. Okay. She loved it. I'm so sure. I don't doubt it. You're yeah. next. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I'll definitely eat that. <laughs> um, are you reading anything right now? There is a book that I'm reading, but it is for a trauma psych class that I'm taking right now. Um, and I am blanking on the title right now. <laughs> um, oh, I think it's it's called Well-Behaved Indian Women. Okay. Yeah. Um, so one of our final assignments at the end of the semester is to um, choose a book that we have to read and kind of write like a, it's like a five-page paper on. So nothing too bad. Um, but uh, I, it was kind of difficult at first for me to choose something that I would be interested in and actually care about when it came to the paper because it's easy to read things it's not so easy to like kind of dive deeper into it and lay it all out there Mm -hmm. um but this book is about like South Asian intergenerational trauma Mm -hmm. um and what it's like growing up in a different country as like a first gen second gen immigrant um, having parents who have had a different experience than you and then having grandparents who have had an entirely different experience of you or than you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just about like navigating through all those like pressures that we have from our families and still trying to fit in <laughs> in school or at work, wherever we are. Um, I'm only like a chapter or two into it, but it is a great read so far. I love it. 
I'll add it to my list. Yes. That I will never get through. You will learn a lot (laughs) about, I guess, me from that book. I can relate to just so much Hmm. that's written in it. It's it's really good. That's really cool. It's awesome when, like, I mean, I feel like, yeah, it's a lot to write a book, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, like, when someone else takes the time and you're like, thank you. Like, I feel very seen in this. Like, okay, I'm not the only one. Or, like, this is helpful. Or, like, man, I should have read this in high school. (laughs) No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's really nice to see some like South Asian authors and just like representation in general nowadays. Mm -hmm. I think growing up like middle school, early high school, um, we didn't see much of that, or at least I didn't, um, coming from a very specific, uh, community, (laughs) um, that doesn't have too much diversity, Mm -hmm. but, um, it is very nice. Like the college experience I've had meeting so many new people, um, and kind of getting into books and media that I didn't necessarily know were out there. And I just see the representation and it feels great. It feels amazing. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. And you get to be one more compliment to that for everybody else who gets to know you. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Definitely. (laughs) And it's cool. Like I do love how, like, I know Bree says often, she's like, yeah, I learned so much because, like, Karima, like, genuinely and thoughtfully cares to share, like, what she's learned about different parts of her life with me. And I think that's, like, how we truly, like, allow each other to feel like we belong and feel mm-hmm. like we fit in is when we, like, can have those conversations yeah, and say, and like, hey. I love learn? these conversations with Bree. So I'm glad that she's learning and I'm learning just as much from her. So yeah, it's definitely. a two-way street. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I learn a ton from her <laughs> constantly. She's it's very good. wise. Yes. <laughs> um, what is your greatest fear? My greatest fear? Um, it's a little vague, but I'm scared of not being successful mm. in life. Um, and I never know how to explain that. Not necessarily like, oh, like I don't want to be living under a bridge. No. I mean, like, I mean, that is definitely like part of it. But just no, like, I'd be fine. It's just the other. <laughs> I mean, success as in like just overall. Like, yeah, of course, like with my career. Um, but I mean, success as in like, also family and friends like I want to just have that perfect well-balanced white picket life you know uh white picket fence life (laughs) but like like every time everyone's like oh like what's your biggest fear I just like freeze because like Mm -hmm. like we don't even know what success is that's what it is in Mm -hmm. my mind right now um and I hope I can achieve whatever I need to and what my goals are to get there Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily know what the future has in hold for me and I guess so maybe like maybe it's not like the lack of success maybe it's just the future that scares me (laughs) thinking about it now (laughs) yeah I mean I think it scares most of us if we really think about it because like we don't know yeah and we can like plan for what we know and we can like account for what we know and um I like that you said in that that like this is what success looks like for me now but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think yeah. it is. It's like, well, I'm going to work towards what I think is there. Yeah. And if it changes, that might terrify me, but it might be great. Exactly. And I think that's that's something that the past, like, maybe like a year or two has helped me realize. Um, just going through, like, life in in a very short amount of time has kind of helped me realize my priorities. Um, 
And I do, like, while I am still very much a planner, I plan out, like, literally everything in my life. I have also learned with, like, med school coming up real soon um, and just the uncertainty of it all that, like, sometimes I just need to take a little step at a time, I guess. So not even thinking about the future or possible lack of success or whatever at the moment. I'm just focused now on just getting to medical school, having this first year go by well, and then I'll figure the rest out later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But like, yeah, you are at such a stage in life where it's like, there's so much change happening and there's so many massive decisions where you're like, I am, I could wreck my whole future if I don't do this. And it's like, in theory, no, but in theory, yes. Yeah, it feels, yeah. both of those feel very real. No, so exactly. You, you summed it up very well. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, I'm I'm sure there's going to be some awesome success in your future. I know that. I sure hope so. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing great so far. Thank so you. just Thank hang in much. there. <laughs> just keep going. Hopefully, just be the dory fish. Yeah. <laughs> um. <keep> yeah. <laughs> On the other end of that, what would you say that you value the most? I think I value the people in my life the most. Um. I think just like everyone, like we have some people come into our lives who are meant to be there and they do stay and there are others that you know like when their time is up they they exit um but I having gone through like some of those situations where people come and go um I'm not somebody that trusts very easily when it comes to certain things like I'm an open book but when it comes to some of the other things I don't trust so easily So when I find those people that I feel like I can trust and who just back me up and are there for me, I really, really appreciate them. And I just, I want them to feel loved Hmm. and I just, I want them to just feel how much I appreciate them. Like I know not every relationship, friendship, you know, is all sunshine and rainbows there are always going to be ups and downs I'm sure Breeb's probably like (laughs) flipping out sometimes but like like I just I value those moments and those people a lot I really appreciate that and like I can really relate to that too it's like just wanting to make sure that like really want to make sure that the people that I love know how much I love them Mm -hmm. and then also there's the aspect of like Yeah, I'm an open book, but trust is earned. It's really like, and I think that's what makes it so valuable and what makes those close relationships Mm -hmm. so important. It's like, I don't give this away easily. So when it's there, it's really there. And like like you said, they're your wolf pack then. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's something that has taken me a while to like realize and kind of actually like put into practice Mm -hmm. because I think there have been many times where I've like, like, I've, I've been raised to just, like, kind of, like, go with the flow, you know what I mean? Like, like give your all in every situation. And there have been a lot of situations where, like, it hasn't benefited me to just over... What's the word? Uh, over... Ex- share, over just trust? Like, over commit? I don't know. Uh, something, something along <laughs> those lines. Just, like, just stretch myself thin, you know, uh, for, yeah. for okay, everyone yeah. around me. And I've learned to just pick out who I can really do that for and who is like I think it's also something that needs to be returned sometimes like while I again have been raised to like not expect things in return Mm -hmm. I think I've learned in the past few years that it's okay 
to expect some things and it's okay to get some help from the people around you. Um, sometimes I'm a little too proud, but especially Bree, she has taught me that it's okay to mm. just get help mm-hmm. from the friends and family you have in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some of us are raised sometimes that it's like, it's rude to ask or mm-hmm. it's not polite to put your needs here. Yeah. But, like, there's a huge balance to that. And like you said, like, when you give out and you pour out, like, it does have to come back. It's Mm -hmm. okay to have expectations for the people we love. Yeah. There's going to be people that we love that maybe we don't get it back from. And Mm -hmm. they have a a specific, like, space in our life. But, like, our close people, it has to be two-way. Like, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Like, I mean, I am very, like, blessed to have a very supporting family. I have great parents. My brother's amazing. Um, Don't tell him that loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't let him know. Can't let him know that. Um, but yeah, just when it comes to like the external relationships in my life, mm-hmm. like I do, I do pick and choose now who I mm-hmm. really bring into my wolf pack. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's awesome. And I'm like, you're years ahead of me for doing that. Like it took me time to learn that. that I it's mean, like okay in that. So. I'm getting there. You're I'm getting not there. not perfect. <laughs> I I know my friends have like gotten mad at me plenty of times for like forgiving too easily or like Mm -hmm. you know giving too many people the benefit of the doubt way too easily so I'm working on it but it's cool I love that you're working on it It (laughs) puts you ahead of a lot of people in the world to be aware of it simply I'm glad (laughs) yeah that's cool um I feel like this is probably pretty often with you um but when was the last time you felt joy probably last night oh I think it was yeah so uh Last night, I was there um, at the Kemmerer household for um, Brianna's, like, little family birthday dinner. Um, Very honored to be invited, you know, just because I am part of the family pictures now. Um, It's official. (laughs) But I think that was the last time I felt joy. It was really nice, specifically after, like, everyone, like, left and, like, you guys went up to sleep. Like, it was just, like, me and Brie and then, like, you know, the rest of, like, the girls mm-hmm. um hanging out downstairs and it was really nice like like I don't have sisters mm. like while I love my brother so much like he's amazing <laughs> sometimes <laughs> no just kidding um it's like it just is a different feeling to like like they kind of feel like sisters sometimes to me like it's really nice like anytime I walk into the house like Leah's like coming running at me and just just so happy to see me and I'm like oh this is what it feels like to have (laughs) sisters so like it just feels great it feels amazing that's cool I love that yeah you really are part of like the family and they do love you and yeah yeah. I always have to tell Leah I'm like all right don't scare her like no no uh, she does not scare me she's older now so it's better (laughs) when she was a little younger it was like just let him breathe but yeah she's good now uh, hearing Leah and Sarah like babble about their like shows and music that I have no idea about um didn't think I was getting that old welcome but I am feeling it <laughs> yeah you feel but like no, you them. age out of things pretty quickly so oh, yeah. you know, you're like I have oh, no yeah. idea what you're talking about I mean yeah Sarah and Lee are like a little younger than my brother but like my brother and I have like four and a half years between us and I have no idea what he's talking about half the time <laughs> 
he will like say something and I'm like I need you to repeat that. <laughs> I need you to translate that <laughs> yeah. yeah that's fair no that's cool but I love that I'm glad I we get to girls. I love the girls and I love you guys like thank you so much it's for, mutual it's very know, mutual having me over all the time and feeding me all the time always <laughs> always it's very mutual so it's cool um when was the last time you were afraid and why afraid um probably something to do with school to be honest um as a pre-med major I think it's just navigating school can get tough sometimes and like went back to when we were talking about like being scared of the future I think with medicine, with, like, uh, med school, you know, the uncertainty of it, like, it can all disappear real quick. Um, one little, like, drop in your scores mm-hmm. can get you, like, you know, like, it, it affects you. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I've been working recently on not letting my academic life, like, be my val- source of validation, mm-hmm. Um there are times where like certain exams will come up certain like presentations will come up and I guess like the end result isn't like as amazing as I want it to be and it feels like a blow to my like confidence Mm -hmm. and like I've mentioned like sometimes I'm a little proud just because like I'm used to like you know like putting in all this effort and I guess like being good at some things and getting those scores so when you like kind of get hit with the situations where situation where you're like oh wait like I'm I didn't do so great it feels kind of crappy but like it's okay we're recovering we're trying to like we're learning how to like get past that um and I know it's not just me like I know a lot of pre-meds or a lot of like the my peers feel the same way um Mm -hmm. but the one thing that does help us is conversation Mm -hmm. um one of like the biggest things that we all struggle with is imposter syndrome just because you know pre-meds are a little like they're competitive they like to hide things from each other um but like I I don't think I'm one of those people I don't really care about hiding like my scores from people I don't really Mm -hmm. like if I do bad I'm like yeah I did bad man like I (laughs) guess I'm just dumb like (laughs) and um I'm very honest about it but I think what that's that's given me back is that like people are like okay wait like honestly same like Mm -hmm. and we've been able to have conversations about it so Mm -hmm. that's pretty nice but that's probably what has scared me Mm -hmm. yeah I mean that's very real it's like everything we're told in like healthy life Mm -hmm. of like ourselves is and relationships is like don't be a perfectionist yeah but then like you're in a field where like you kind of have to be and you almost have like you said like a little dip in score can actually affect you so it's like finding I I can't imagine trying to find that balance between like Mm -hmm. needing to be a perfectionist but also like not letting it be your value like you said um I just really appreciate too how you shared like the part of when I'm honest, it gives other people permission to be honest. And yeah. I think there's mm-hmm. so many places in life, whether it's a med student, um, any career, uh, mm-hmm. being a parent, like whatever it is, like we put expectations like this is how it is. Yeah. And no one says otherwise because yeah. they're all everyone's just believing it. And when we speak, we like put that lie to rest exactly. and make freedom. And I think like that's just like part of life, like the expectations just come with it. And mm-hmm. I understand that. I think like for me with that, like situation I there's like a 
very specific turning point where I was like, oh, like, I don't have to, like, act like I'm, like, good at everything. (laughs) And that for me was, like, I remember, like, in my second year, um, I was taking the dreaded organic chemistry, you know, (laughs) the thing that makes people drop uh, pre-med. But um, I did so bad on an exam like literally the worst score I have gotten in my life and I remember like right as I got that score back my mom also facetimed me just to like say hi like what's going on um but I guess like she was like she like like called me and I picked up and I was like what mom like I was, like immediately with the attitude like, I'm mad. and then she got mad so she started like yelling at me for something and I was like you know what mom I can't deal with this right now and I just like broke down like mm-hmm. I don't think I've I don't cry in front of people like it's I like I just don't I mean recently I have been <laughs> so I guess this is why like this is a turning point for me but, um, yeah, I just, like, broke down, and I feel like it was such, like, a an honest conversation and moment that I had with my mom. Um, and my dad was there, too. He was, like, listening as well. But, like, the turning point for me was that, like, my mom was, like, like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, up until this point, it was always, like, you got a 95? Where's the other 5%? But, like, like in that moment, like my parents were like it's okay you didn't do well that's okay Mm. you just you know like get back on the horse and figure it out if you need help ask people around you ask your like tutors whatever if you need other help ask us um and like I remember my mom was also like like just stop worrying about what everyone else is going to think of you and if pre-med is something that, you know, is making you unhappy, if it's, like, really, like, you just feel like you can't do it, don't do it. Like, mm. like just don't worry about what everyone else is going to think. And, like, I've never, like, thought about dropping pre-med. Like, it's something I've wanted to do since I was, like, eight years old. Um, I've wanted to be a doctor forever. So hopefully that works out. But um, just, like, that, like, acceptance from my mom and dad we're like like we see you like we understand Mm -hmm. and it's okay Mm -hmm. I was that was the turning point for me like that really stuck with me Mm -hmm. um just because I think like it's like a thing for South Asians in general like we are expected to just constantly be like grinding out good grades and like you know the model minority myth um and that was just, like, a moment where I was, like, okay, my own parents are saying, like, it's all right not to be perfect at everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome that your parents are, are who they are and that to be able to say, like, hey, actually, like, what's most important to us is yeah. that we love you and that you're our daughter and, like, yeah. you're, we want you to be happy. Like, don't, it's okay. And I'm glad and it's, it's like, like, the first yeah. time I was, like, whoa. You're, like, wait, my parents are human. <laughs> Yeah, that's so important and such, like, a life-changing, like, realization, Mm -hmm. too. So, that's awesome. And, like, I guess, like, it sticks with me just because, like, I mean, a lot of what I think kids do, especially in, like, my community, is for our parents. Like, yeah, it's for ourselves, Mm -hmm. but, like, we strive to make our parents proud. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it's nice to hear that, like, hey, Mm -hmm. like, it would have been nice if you could have done this, but, it like, that's not the end-all be-all mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's like you realize, like you said, as like a first and second generation kids coming over here, um, that your parents gave uh, up a lot to mm-hmm. give you a different opportunity. Yeah. So it's like that expectation sure. to be like, I want to live up to that. For sure. And when you hear yeah. them verbalize like, actually, okay. we just want you to be okay. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Like maybe I knew <laughs> oh. that, but like I needed to hear it. So like, that's yeah. cool. No, you, you summed that up perfectly though. Like our, our parents have, it is hard to come to a new country and make a life for yourself. And they've done such an amazing job to provide me and my brother with just every opportunity. Like we have no, no lack in our lives. And I just want to continue that. Mm-hmm. And I want to give that back to my parents someday. So mm-hmm. hopefully. <laughs> I'm sure you will. And I'm sure, you know, they already feel very proud of everything <laughs> you've done. I'm sure. But that's cool. Um, all right. So you kind of know me a bit then. Just a just little, a little tiny bit. bit. <laughs> um, but what is something you think you and I have in common? Oh, I mean, we're big talkers. <laughs> like, that one's pretty obvious. Um <laughs> But no, I think you're just such a, like, warm, like, open, inviting person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if we have that in common, but I that is what I hope to be. Hmm. It's what I always strive to be with my friends and family. And just, like, the open dialogue between, like, your kids is, like, something that, I like, I mean, I've talked to you about this before. Like, I would love that. Um, while that is, like something that a lot of South Asian kids don't have. Of course, like, you know, we get a little older and then we start talking to our parents a bit more. Um, yeah, I just, I've just noticed your relationship with, with like just being able to talk to your kids and whatnot. And I would love that. Mm. Um, so I'd say our, like your warm, open, inviting, uh, personality well, i appreciate and i guess your humor i think uh, you have like <laughs> like you'll just say whatever you want and i feel like i do the same thing as well and then sometimes i'm like oh wait like don't take anything i say seriously so <laughs> yeah i definitely have found that sometimes here i'm just like oh they don't know i'm kidding I no i feel like i can like that. do it back to you yes like, I yeah i feel safe i'm like oh we're good so here. like i'm like all right like she it's can... just liana i'll yep, say whatever <laughs> yeah no that means a lot to hear that you feel that like acceptance and warmth and it is definitely something i see in you and know in you for sure in the way that you, you interact with our family um and it's no secret that like at least within everyone that knows both you and brie that you are more talkative or a little bit mm-hmm. more outgoing and yeah. I love the way you guys have complimented each other as friends to push each other to pull each other back mm-hmm. and, and that and I think that's just awesome so it's an honor to share those things with you and I see you, you. growing <laughs> into that more and more I'm so here. it's cool <laughs> thanks um all right what is something you're looking forward to well I am really scared of it I'm looking forward to med school um sort of <laughs> um, no I think it's just like a new chapter in my life um it's something that i've worked literally my whole life for um and i'm just like hoping and praying it goes well mm-hmm. i'm going to put in all my effort but um you know like like we said like life doesn't always throw what you want at at you so yeah i'd say med school um i am like worried though because it's so far away um and you know, I'm leaving my like support system behind, mm-hmm. but hopefully I'll find new people <laughs> that are, you know, become family to me, just mm-hmm. like Brie has, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I can say to that, like, one thing is there's not a limit to how many people we can be loved by or love. And I think, like, our families aren't limited. There's space in them. And, and, uh, yeah, you'll keep your support system that's here, but it'll be virtual. Or they won't be as in-person enough. And, and, um, but, yeah, with who you are and the way you view people and the way you're pushing yourself, like, there's no chance that you're not going to find that as well. (laughs) I I sure hope so. Yeah. Um, I am a believer in, like, platonic soulmates as well. Um, and I know, like, Brie is one of mine for sure. Um, and I hope to find more people like that in the future. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. They exist. <laughs> I believe it. We just got to find them. It's the finding part. <laughs> it takes time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the other end of that, is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> something i wish was over i honestly don't know the answer to that question like there's if we think about the world like it's a tough place so yeah there's like a lot of a lot of things out there that i wish would be over or could be better um i don't necessarily know if i can like contribute to those things i guess being put an end to but yeah, I don't know if I have a specific answer for that one. Because hmm. I think like everything happens for, I mean, maybe for a reason, maybe not. But it kind of like shows you, it, it helps you learn things in life. So like while I've, you know, like had terrible experiences in the past with like whatever, like when I'm asked if I would redo it and like change things, I don't think I would. Just because I don't know if I'd be the person I am today, and I don't know if I would have met the same people along Mm. the way. So, while there are many things that can be, you know, over, I don't have a specific answer. Mm. (laughs) No, I love that, and I I do. It's like, I kind of agree, because it's like, every event leads us to where, even us sitting here Mm -hmm. in the car, like, there's a series of events that happen to get there, and maybe some of them are good, maybe some of them aren't, but like... I like where I've landed and same for you. You like where you've landed. So you're like, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't even have to love where I'm at in life at any given point, but like I'm all right with it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm vibing (laughs) with the flow. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Um, What would you say makes you feel known and valued? Known and valued. Um, probably the people I have around me. I feel like they're like, like a few like common factors Mm -hmm. throughout all of these questions Mm -hmm. and answers I have for you um the people around me my closest friends and family they make me feel valued and known um I am a believer in like like I don't actually I don't believe that like people leave a mark forever Hmm. I think the world is just so big and just life just is just so it's bigger than than me you know and whether I'm here or not like people move on life goes on and Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that but as long as the people around me have known me and you know have have gotten to be loved by me and feel that way I'm okay with that Hmm. that's beautiful (laughs) it's beautiful it's authentic it's real and I think it's awesome and like yeah, to be able to realize and say, like, there's so much, like, fear that people can have in not leaving a mark, mm-hmm. but there's so much freedom when it comes where, like, it's okay, like, yeah, like I'm gonna die and the world's gonna go on. Exactly, like, I, 
I genuinely, like, I don't believe that people stick around, you know, in memory or whatever forever. Like, it's, we're just, humans are just resilient. Mm -hmm. We go through things, we mourn, and then we forget and move on. Mm -hmm. And that's all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Couldn't have said that better. Appreciate (laughs) it. Yeah, for sure. Um, All right. Um, I know you reside actually nearby where I grew up we grew up where near where I grew up actually mm-hmm. and now live at school but um where do you call home and what makes it home to you mm. <laughs> I feel like just I mean I've I've moved around so there's no specific place home for me is as cheesy as it sounds where you know the people that I love are mm-hmm. and so yeah like my parents house like where I live is always home it's always going to be home. We, I always, you know, no matter how old I am, my parents' biggest dream would be for me to live with them forever. <laughs> um, if, if I could, I would. But, um, <laughs> but like, besides that, like, I just, I feel at home when I'm with the people I love. Like, mm-hmm. I feel very at home wherever. That's why I fall I follow Brie around everywhere. <laughs> I'm like a little lap dog. <laughs> We're like emotional support for each other. Um, I feel at home with Brie. I feel at home with um, Kushi and Rhea, who are my two other best friends, um, who I've been friends with for like almost 10 years now. Um, so we've come a long way. But like, like as long as I'm surrounded by people I know have my back, I feel at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never feel uncomfortable. That's cool. That's a good way to be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, what is something you wish you didn't struggle with? Mm, I feel like I would have said previously asking for help. Hmm. Um, but now I feel like I've been working on that. You know, I, I'm getting a lot better at asking people for help, which is amazing. Um, makes life so much easier. It's amazing how that works out. (laughs) Resourcefulness. Who Who would have known? Who would have thought? I think I'd say, like, what people think of me. Like, I know we all, like, or a lot of us are always like, oh, like, I don't care what people think. But everyone deep down, in my opinion, and from what I've seen, cares. Mm -hmm. Everyone cares what the people around them have to say about them and what they think of them. And I say, you know, like, I wish I didn't struggle with that. Um, Like, when I say that, I mean, you know, I wish that I could just be a little better when it comes to overthinking these things. Um, In general, I'm not an overthinker about anything except for, I guess, like, what people might have to say about me. Um, and I don't know if that stems from, like, having all these, like, expectations from, like, you know, our parents, schools, um, just the people around us. But, yeah, I do struggle with it, and I'm working on it, and I think I've gotten a lot better um, by just experiencing life and failed friendships. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's all we can do is just say, like, all right, I identify what I'm mm-hmm. not good at, and I'm willing to work on it. Yeah. And, like... I think there's so many people that go through their entire life and they're never able to acknowledge that. Yeah, I I mean, I'm working on a lot of things, clearly, so... <laughs> you and me both. We all are. Everybody is. And if they tell you otherwise, they're lying. I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. 
All right, this one's kind of fun. If I were to give you $10,000 and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks, you cannot give it away, what would you do with it? I'm <laughs> pre-med going to med school. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> student loans. You don't have student loans? What? Immediately. <laughs> Immediately student loans. If it wasn't for the student loans, though, um, just because I value that white picket fence lifestyle so much... Um, I would probably, it would have to do with like owning a home, hmm. honestly, because I think there's so much that's uncertain in life, but like home doesn't have to be. Hmm. Um, and I think just simply being able to call a someplace home just makes the biggest difference. Fair. Love that. All right, if you were to say something to someone you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it the way you want them to hear it or appreciate it for the heart you'd intend it, um, what would you share? I would say, like, you did good, and I'm proud of you. Mm. Like, you've come a long way. Um, and honestly, I'd say that to, like, multiple people in my life. I think um, we all, to some degree, have difficulty accepting you know things we've done right the things we've accomplished um especially when it comes to like certain like type a people and I would want all for like all of those people to like realize like like yeah you you've come a long freaking way like Mm -hmm. you have paved your way Hmm. and I'm proud of you for that that's awesome well I hope they hear that <laughs> I try to tell them that's good pretty often, and I good. I know they don't necessarily always believe it, but yeah, I hope that someday they they can realize it on their own. Like, yeah, I I did this. It's always crazy that like the people who know us best somehow are the ones we're least willing to accept a compliment from. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm the same count. way. So I'm like, when I answer that question, like I'm being and complete hypocrite um (laughs) but that's the answer it's real (laughs) fair um on the other end of that is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love um I think if somebody ever told me that like I know like my friends and I always joke about like anytime we're ever like you're fake like you're a fake (laughs) friend but like that would be my like I would not like to hear that from a friend or a family or family member. Um, I think I'm, I try to be, honestly, I'm a little too honest sometimes, (laughs) but, um, I try to be very open and approachable. Um, so like being told like, oh, you're fake Mm -hmm. or like, you know, you make me feel like crap, whatever, something along those lines would like would really go against like everything I I try to project out onto people mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah fair yeah it's like all right I did everything possible to not be that yeah and somehow that's what you and I, I mean yeah like it's like even if I'm not I'm I, I'm I know I'm not always the perfect like friend or the perfect daughter or the perfect sister and like that's okay like you can you can always tell me about it that's all right mm-hmm. and like we can work on fixing that as much Mm -hmm. as we can um but that is like never my intention for sure yeah just being willing to have space for imperfection but like Mm -hmm. knowing that like people genuinely know that that's never your heart yeah no not at all Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure what would you say makes you feel at peace 
I, this is like really weird, but when I get like overwhelmed, I like people watching. (laughs) (laughs) It's relaxing. That's not strange at all. (laughs) Yeah. So I, yeah, I. She didn't say going to a (laughs) playground and watching kids. I mean, like in the most non-creepy way, like I just like seeing the world go by Mm -hmm. and like not having a single thought in my brain. Like I'm just seeing people do their own thing. Mm -hmm. And I think those are the moments where I realize how big like the world is like how just like everything around me is just so big like I'm literally a speck Mm -hmm. and that is what gives me peace it's like strangely enough (laughs) it's not that strange because I feel very similar to that actually so I very much relate to that it's like goes back to what you said earlier of just like when I know the world's gonna go on without me Mm -hmm. it gives like that like freedom to be like okay like it's not so big of a deal what I do right now. Yeah, like it matters, exactly. but it really also, I can focus on my world. I can focus mm-hmm. on the people that I can touch. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it just feels amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Love that. All right. I'm for sure you have an answer on this. Oh, no. um, and we'll preface it by saying we love your, your boyfriend and that there's wonderful <laughs> men in the world. Um, but, uh, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that normally they wouldn't receive while coming from you as a woman, whether it's a compliment, mm-hmm. a criticism, something you think they should know about themselves or something you think they should know about women? I feel like I have said this <laughs> to like my brother or whoever. Um, just cry. Mm-hmm. Just like, like show, like it's okay to be upset, mm-hmm. you know? And it's okay to be, like, sad over things. Um, you don't always have to push it off. You don't have to hide it. It's mm-hmm. okay to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that, like, I yeah, like, to the opposite um, gender. But, like, also at the same time, like, just in general, like, it is okay to cry. And I think it, like, I have learned that recently. Like, literally, I've probably cried more in the past two years than I have, like, in my whole life. Because I, I used to be that person where I was like, I'm not going to cry over this. But, like, it's okay. Just do it. It feels great. It feels amazing. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> I'll cry like, with you. <laughs> and you realize that, like, the people who really care about you don't view you differently. Yeah. That I there's agree. not, like, guilt for being sad. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it goes back to those expectations with relationships. Yeah. So, like, I'm allowed to feel. Yeah, and, and people care. like I think what it was like for me, it was, um, and I'm sure like also honestly a lot of like men. Um, I used to think like crying made me, like it made me feel weaker, mm-hmm. and I guess like I've just realized like like doesn't that's just like it doesn't mean I'm weaker. It just means I'm human and like I'm upset and that's okay. Like obviously I'm not like crying like every day like over like the tiniest things but like it's all right to let it out once in a while and like Mm -hmm. that's our that's it's amazing there's (laughs) things worth crying about yeah there's things worth not crying i think that's what i was saying like that's what i meant to say like there are things that it's okay to cry about like they're worth crying about Mm -hmm. that's what i meant because like to to this that's what you said said. you're good (laughs) because like i I don't like i still don't cry over like every little like you know like i don't cry over every exam i don't like (laughs) It's just, like, you know, like, certain things, like, kind of 
pile up and then eventually like it has to come out and that's fine <laughs> yeah yeah it's actually a much more healthy way than just exploding on other people oh yeah for sure yeah you so. think <laughs> yeah who knew <laughs> no so yeah for sure that and I, I appreciate that it is it's like one of those things that like sometimes society puts it on a gender but it's something that we yeah. all need to know mm-hmm. and we all need to be okay doing yeah so yeah I appreciate that all right if you were to have I actually I know you don't mind public speaking um <laughs> But if you were to have a large audience before you um, and you were to share something you feel like humanity should know, a life lesson, a bit of advice, but yeah, what would you share? I don't know if I've lived so much life to have like that much advice for people, but like I said, like I think just like simply the power of talking to people. Um just being able to talk to new people from different walks of life I feel like is just one of the best things that you can do for yourself and for the people around you um so that's probably what I would talk about talking I would talk about talking (laughs) so I'll come to your TED talk thank you (laughs) it'll be good I I definitely agree with that VIP guest front row I'll take it (laughs) perfect at least i'll have one person in the audience you'll have a few but we'll bring everybody yeah the whole camera yes plan. all of us your family yeah we'll grab some people don't worry I'm glad. we can fill up a room um what is something you wish people knew about your culture however you would define that oh huh i mean well my culture i am south asian i'm indian specifically um I wish people, you know, speaking of, like, immigration and, like, like how hard it is to, like, set up, you know, a life in a whole different country and whatnot, I wish people knew how hardworking, like, we are and how hardworking our parents are. Hmm. Um, I think, like, when you, when you, like, talk about, like, political discussions or, um, you know, when it comes to, like, people making fun of like certain races and whatnot it's always like oh like blah 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 like you know it's always a bunch of bs and what i like you know people making fun of the accent people making fun of this and that the food whatever but like the culture's just so rich and it goes like it's the same for like literally every other culture out there it's so rich these languages are rich there's just so much to be shared And despite, like, all of these biases, like, people come to this country or, you know, wherever they go, and they, like, we make a life for ourselves. Like, my parents did that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know if I would be able to do it. Hmm. Um, And that's probably the thing that I respect the most about my culture, just, like, how hard our, you know, ancestors or whoever have, like, worked and how hard we are pushed to work. Like sometimes it's it's a lot of pressure, but I think a lot of that pressure has also done a lot of good for us mm-hmm. in terms of like me and my friends like being able to pursue these like fields of study where we're you know like actively helping the world in mm-hmm. like you know very tiny ways, but and it's not easy to do that if you aren't raised in a household where the importance of just hard work Mm -hmm. is not like you know emphasized 
Mm. Yeah, big time. That's huge. I, I think with anything, it's like, see these parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. they're real and they're what matters. Yeah. But so yeah, yeah, not you know. And then of course, like I said, like the culture as a whole, like it's pretty cool. Like, learn a little about it. Like, I'm a little biased, but <laughs> as you should be. We're loud. Our <laughs> weddings are fun. <laughs> Looking forward to that someday. A little insane. Yeah. Not anytime soon, but... No, no. Not anytime soon. I'm still young. Yeah. Um, what is something you love most about your culture? Indian food is so good. It's good. Sometimes... I mean, I like food in general, you know. Um, Italian food's great. <laughs> love like... Hispanic food. But, like, like, I mean, maybe not even just Indian specifically, but, like, South Asian food in general just has, like, a flair to it. Like the spices they all just come together you know like i don't Flavor. know you gotta, you've got to try it i feel like a lot of people are like scared to try indian food i have talked to so many people that are like yeah no i've like the only reason i haven't had it is because i'm just scared i'm like what are you scared of it's food it's not gonna, it's gonna eat gonna you taste good, but like <laughs> exactly it's not alive crawling around like, no, like it's good. like it's gonna be too spicy exactly like <laughs> get something vegetarian you'll be fine <laughs> um but, like, they're like, yeah, like, what if it's too spicy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, you'll recover. You'll be fine. You'll make it. And they also don't even make it spicy in American <laughs> restaurants no, unless you're, like, make it spicy. Yeah. <laughs> unless they see that you're Indian or South Asian and you want it to be spicy, they will not even make it that way for you. <laughs> nope. They're like, we're not risking our Yelp review nope. on that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, but it is just so good. It is so good. Yeah. And Brie has found that out too. Yeah. I, um, hey, I mean, she's a foodie. And it's I impressive love, how much she can eat spicy food. Yeah. Now. I love how, like, I just, just one of the things that I just love about Brie is how open she is to mm-hmm. learning about people and their cultures and where they come from. Like, not just me, obviously. Like, she's surrounded by a lot of South Asians. But <laughs> in general, like, she just takes a genuine interest, whether it be like, trying like the food that I might bring from home or like music and movies like she has she literally watches Bollywood movies with me knows like she can name off actors and actresses now there are like Hindi like Bollywood songs that pop up in her playlist sometimes while we're in the car and I'm like what in the world (laughs) and like just that like simple act of genuine interest actually makes me feel so welcome and seen which is just so entirely new Hmm. um this is not something that i've like experienced before like there are very few people who have taken that genuine interest like to the point where like a lot of us and i I say us because like i'm sure a lot of like south asian kids like have probably experienced the same Hmm. like you know like specific instances where we're like oh wait like are we being too like Hmm. brown right now like you know what I mean like like moments where I'll be like playing Bollywood songs or whatever in the kitchen as I'm like making breakfast and like this was before like Brie and I really like got to know each other like that because we started living together but like we didn't get close until like a couple months into that but um I would be like playing my music or whatever sometimes because like you know I, I like to explore. To yeah. yeah, I don't want to just listen to like like while I love English music and I also listen to Spanish, sometimes Italian. I'm call me Mr. Worldwide. Um, 
I like to listen to Bollywood sometimes. And so she would like walk into the kitchen and I'd immediately like turn it off because I just felt like super self-conscious. And that was like a common pattern throughout my life. Just Mm -hmm. like, you know, super, just super self-conscious of like those moments when I was being too Indian. Mm -hmm. Um, And Brie would get mad. She'd be like, why? Why did you turn it (laughs) off? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, no, you. why did you turn it off? You can listen to your music. Like, let me listen. And I was like, what? She's crazy. But, like, like she literally, like, actively seeks the opportunities mm-hmm. to learn more about me. And I freaking love it. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. I love hearing that. Again, I'm biased, but it's awesome <laughs> to hear that like, like, your kids are, like, a welcoming space for mm-hmm. other people that don't yeah. resemble them and, no, and there's yeah, not fear sure. and I think that that um, and there shouldn't be but that's awesome and like yeah to yeah. be like no like stop telling yourself to be small yeah like take up space yeah take up a lot exactly. of exactly so like you're small but like also like like it's okay to be mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes you were here to exist yeah exactly <laughs> you can exist you can you do can your exist, own thing <laughs> for sure um not sure if there is but is there anything about your culture that you're not so proud of um, there honestly are things that I can't think of right now. I feel like it's very, like, like, it comes, like, with certain conversations and whatnot. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have an answer for that right now. I'm sure if I brainstormed a little, I could come up with something. <laughs> All good. Fair enough. But there, every, I think every culture has its, like, good things and its bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you just need to be able to recognize that. And I do recognize the faults within my culture. Maybe, honestly, maybe the fact that, like, sometimes we are pushed very hard. Um, And if not that, maybe, like, the... Oh, my God. No, I just (laughs) got an answer. (laughs) Okay, so if you watch um, or listen to this comedian named Hassan Minaj, he's amazing, really good at what he does, amazing storyteller, amazing comedian plugging him right now he should sponsor this episode if you're listening feel free (laughs) um he always brings up a specific phrase that we hear all the time in our households and it's in hindi it like he says it means what will people say and i feel like that one phrase affects just all of us south asian kids so much Mm. Like, anytime we do something that's not, you know, the norm or is what's expected of us, it's immediately, like, oh, what will, what will people say? So, you know what? I'd say my culture is overly obsessed with the idea that, you know, everyone's watching and we have to be, like, you know, have our ducks in a row. We need to be perfect. So, I would say people need to get over the whole like you know like oh what will people say idea like ideology or like fear i guess Hmm. um people always have something to say Hmm. that's literally like i'm i've been alive 21 years (laughs) and that is like like that's the one true fact i know about life people will always have something to say and they very rarely have a problem sharing it exactly oh yeah for sure it's like high school throughout your whole life mm-hmm. yeah but that is that is actually the answer to that one. that's cool well i hope anyone else listening whether they 
understand your your experiences or whether they don't that they're able to Mm -hmm. to say like okay i can let go of that yeah that's awesome exactly don't worry about what everyone around you is saying you're gonna say stuff anyway for sure um do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life oh i i don't um i don't know if i have a specific purpose like i said like i'm a true like believer in like it's okay not to like it's okay to feel small you know Mm -hmm. um so I don't know if I have like this great big purpose but like I've mentioned like a few times like I just I'm here to vibe and love and that's that's pretty much it and I want to learn I do like learning um about just things like I (laughs) I know really really (laughs) random things (laughs) and there's so much I don't know um that I just will probably one day start Googling and kind of, like, get down to the nitty-gritty nitty about. But um, that's my purpose, to learn, to vibe, and to love. <laughs> I love that. It's great. I'm glad you like to learn. As a med student, I feel like it would be really tragic if you didn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know how, how that would go if yeah. I did not want to learn. <laughs> I like that, though. That's really awesome. That would be a rough, rough way to live. For sure. <laughs> Well, I'm sure there are many things, and if for some reason you can't think of them, I'll ma- name a list for you. But mm-hmm. what is something you have accomplished that you are really proud of? I mean, the latest would be getting into med school. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, it's... So I'm in an early acceptance program so that I applied to in high school. So I was already, like, accepted, mm-hmm. technically. But, like, you know, they always have, like, the... Like the caveat of like make sure you finish yeah exactly (laughs) like they're like you're in but keep in mind this isn't like official acceptance as in like if you screw up you're out Mm -hmm. um but like finally like two months three what is it three months from graduation now oh my god holy cow oh wow (laughs) um three months from graduation now and I'm going through the final like processes of like you know all the paperwork and like the deposits and stuff and like it's really sinking in like like I'm in med school and like yeah like this is something I've wanted for so long and it just feels crazy because like like a lot of people will like kill for this opportunity Mm -hmm. um despite how grueling the journey is like like everyone wants to be here Mm -hmm. um like not even like thinking as far as like oh like people want to be doctors and they they want these opportunities whatever it's just like simply having the um not exactly the pleasure but like the ability to say like yeah I'm in I got accepted Mm -hmm. is just really cool (laughs) yeah for sure yeah you understanding the the weight of everything that goes into that statement being what's said Yeah. yeah yeah and I hope uh I hope I can stick it out. So. You will, I'm sure. Unless you change your mind and feel like doing something else. Yes, there's that. <laughs> but yeah, pretty sure. Um, well, Grima, I appreciate so much. I love at the beginning, you're like, I don't know if I have anything to say. I'm like, that, I doubt. <laughs> um, but in your 21 years, there's just a lot of wisdom and um, maturity, empathy, and ability that you've developed to just be a really amazing contributing human to the rest of the world. Um, and one that I'm really grateful I get to know. But um is there anything else you want others to know about who you are and what matters to you? Honestly, I feel like this podcast really lays out who I am. Um, I think you have amazing questions that really like, I think they 
helped me realize some things that maybe I had not known about myself before this, um, or at least verbalize those mm. things. So I, yeah, I don't know if there's much more to me. Like I said, like, like sometimes with certain things, like I have a hard time trusting as in like probably like trusting to a point where I can ask for help and like rely on somebody. Um, I'm independent to a fault sometimes, but, um, besides that, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> You're good. No, I just, um, yeah. Yeah. Besides that, no, there's, there's nothing else. I'm just, I'm me. I'm an open book. Otherwise. I appreciate it. I think you're an awesome open book and I'm excited to see what the next pages have and get to have you continue to be a thank part of our so world. Much. And so thank you for sharing your time. Oh, thank you for having me. It was, <laughs> this was an amazing experience. Cool. I never thought I'd be doing this you know, <laughs> as we sit in this car in a random parking lot. Um, but thank you so much. And I love how, you know, you've accepted me mm-hmm. it, always being in your house. <laughs> um, and I hope that, you know, I get to experience this for a long time to come. You will. Doors never close. <laughs> well, thank you. you. Never get rid of me now. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Your Fellow Human. Your reviews and support allow me to continue to share these incredible stories with the world. Please take a minute and write a review or share an episode on social media and tag me in the show. If you learned something, were impacted by this story, or if this episode changed how you see humanity, I would be so honored to hear from you. I just want to thank you for being a beautiful part of my community here. Sincerely, your fellow human. Mm -hmm.